Welcome to another episode of the Raw Paleo Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Zuckerman, and today's topic is a debate on whether humans are naturally monogamous or polygamous. For a lot of animals, the standard mating system is a harem. You have one dominant male, a bunch of females, and then this dominant male is trying to fight off other competitor males. He breeds them as much as he can during the time that he's in charge until someone else comes in, takes over the harem, potentially commits infanticide by killing off all the young of the previous harem leader and this cycle basically repeats. For us humans, this is not a practical social structure and it's not hard to come up with reasons for why that is so. First of all, how likely is a harem consisting of one human male and several human females to survive out there in a hunter-gatherer society? Well, very unlikely as soon as a couple males from a different tribe find out about this harem, they murder this one male and then they take over potentially killing off all his young and then maybe enslaving the women, maybe taking them maybe just murdering them. And considering that for us humans it takes a very long time and a lot of effort to raise a child, it's unlikely that one male can support all these children in terms of hunting and it is the males that do all the hunting almost for us humans in hunting and gathering societies. So this explains why we humans don't form harems, at least we don't form pure harems like say gorillas do. And of course, there are exceptions, even gorillas sometimes have a slight variation on a harem, but generally they form harems and we do not. So like mentioned, the basic reason is that you need more males to keep a social group going. You can't just have one male. So that means that a social group is going to have several males, several females, and those several males are going to want to mate or there's no reason for them to stick around and we're back in the harem situation. So I think it's good to take a step back and use an analogy for a sec. For us apes, female apes are only fertile relatively infrequently. So male apes are fertile 100% of the time. At any moment, a male ape is ready to procreate. On the other hand, a female ape is only fertile at a certain time of the month and that assumes that she's in the right age to be fertile and assumes that she hasn't recently bred because if she has then she's too busy nursing and she's not available to reproduce any further. So for that reason the limiting resource when it comes to breeding in us apes is female availability. That's the basic sexual market. Now as an analogy it's useful to think of this market as instead of sex as a different resource that's limited such as food. So you have a bunch of hungry hungry males and they all need to be fed. How do you divide up the food so that everyone or at least most are pleased with the deal? So as mentioned a harem situation is as if only one person the king gets all the food and everyone else starves and that doesn't work. Now there are different strategies. You can do like a free-for-all where everyone grabs what they can and tries to gobble up as much as they possibly can. And you can also do a rationing where each male gets one female, they're mated for life, and that's enough. Or maybe 
most males get one female then maybe the higher status males are able to get a few more females so that's like everyone gets a ration of food some people get a little bit more but at least everyone gets something so in these terms in the terms of this analogy this would translate to either a free-for-all sexual free-for-all like in sex at dawn or monogamy sexual monogamy like we are all familiar with there's also polyandry where one female has several husbands this is not that different from monogamy in the analogy of food it simply means that one ration of food is being split among several males but the point is that everyone knows what they're getting ideally and no one is starving no one is hogging all the food now I'm going to list a few facts that are going to suggest that most likely sex at dawn is correct and we are biologically designed for the free-for-all actually and not monogamy so fact one is that male sperm contains elements designed to fight off other sperm and that's only reasonable if there's a high likelihood that the female copulated with some other male recently or possibly soon after another fact we know is that females are attracted to one type of male let's call it a desirable male at one phase of their period and attracted to another type of male let's call it the less desirable male at other phases of their period moreover they are most attracted to the desirable type of male when they are most likely to conceive plus we know that the most desirable males are also usually the higher ranking ones the dominant males clearly such a mechanism wouldn't make any sense in a purely monogamous society although it might make sense if there is cheating and there is basically always cheating if you look at all the supposed monogamous species out there they're always cheating so for that reason these facts alone do not prove that we are polygamous in any case this fact also shows that females would potentially mate not for reproduction but for other reasons perhaps to extract resources perhaps for favors connections or perhaps to smooth out relationships in the pack in addition this suggests that there is a natural tendency towards the harem in the sense that the females would prefer to be in a harem if the pack was safe to do so but because it isn't they will mate with other males as well another fact we know is that orgasms for females increase the likelihood of conception and flush out sperm from prior matings so for humans sperm can live there for like five days so if the female has an orgasm be it with another male or by herself then she'll flush out the sperm so this is just one more way in which females are able to make their own choices to tilt the odds in favor of this dominant male harem style mating so all these facts seem to suggest polygamy but like I said it could also just be a high amount of cheating it's important to note that for apes it appears that selecting these different mating structures is an extremely sensitive solution so what I mean by that is that it's solving the problem of how to mate and ensure the group success and balancing all these factors and it's sensitive to the parameters which are things like likelihood of infanticide likelihood of surviving as a harem 
the amount of time it takes to raise the baby, how intense is the sperm competition, and so on and so forth. In other words, you can imagine two packs where one pack has a slightly higher likelihood of infanticide and just this mere fact would tilt the pack into monogamy whereas another pack that has a slightly lower chance of infanticide will be tilted towards polygamy. So that is why it's very hard to argue that we are one or the other because it basically depends on these environmental factors. So finally it's good to ask why if we seem to be so polygamous even though we might just be unfaithful why is it the monogamy is almost the norm and here I also include the sort of standard polygamy that's out there like with Muslims and stuff like that because this type of polygamy is almost like monogamy except it's several monogamous relations in parallel I'm contrasting this with the polygamy where it's just a free-for-all. Why are we monogamous and not free-for-all? There are obviously many explanations I could try to answer this. One explanation might be, for instance, that we have private property and to pass on their private property, it's important to know that the child belongs to its dad. That could be one explanation. Another explanation might be that simply knowing that you don't have to worry about mating and that you can dedicate your efforts to parental care, improved these societies, and they're able to conquer and destroy the free-for-all societies. And I think that explanation has some merit. I think that explanation makes a lot of sense because in the free-for-all society, everyone's goal is basically to mate as much as possible with the highest quality mate. Anytime you're not devoting to that, you're missing out. Whereas in the monogamy case, barring cheating, you know what you're getting, you're not going to get more, you're not going to get less, so you just don't have to worry about it. You focus on improving society and parental care. And therefore the tribe becomes stronger and is able to win out over the free-for-all society. With that, I end today's episode.